Welcome to the Data is Our Universe podcast. My name is Cy Wixon, Head of Marketing Advisory, and I'm joined by my co-host, Dan Thorcraft, Head of Traffic Orchestration. Along with special guests, we explore how a focus on data quality can have a positive impact on nearly every part of Rosex and likely the group. Customer data, as we all know, fuels our very existence at Woolies X. We discuss the risks and opportunities across customer, commercial, compliance, and team lenses. Our conversations are intended to be light-hearted, thought-provoking, and we'll sometimes discuss the inner workings of how we do things. As such, this podcast must be for internal use only. Just for clarity, we do encourage sharing among colleagues. But like you'd never share a recorded meeting outside of the company, we ask the same here. We hope you enjoy. You know, taking machine gun to have a rabbit. <laughs> You're not shy of going off on a tent. No, no. <laughs> if we are having data quality issues, the propensity models will never converge. From. So we've unpacked the most important thing in this podcast straight off the bat. And then I can do a little pair of one of like, terms and the park. <laughs> well, good morning, Dan. Um, good morning. We are going to do our final episode, episode eight uh, of what we're going to call season one. Season um, one. <laughs> um, this is just going to be a mini episode. So... Um, I think, yeah, again, firstly, we'd love just to thank all, obviously all our listeners um, for taking the time, perhaps in chapter time, and obviously sharing with uh, fellow friends and colleagues, if you think it's interesting. Um, we've cracked over 250 listeners, which we're pretty proud of. Yeah, we got some really good positive feedback from a lot of people. So yeah, thank you to, to everyone who's, who's listening. Yeah, yeah. And um, we must also say a huge thank you to Baz, who was a guest in episode three. Um, but also has been our sort of sound technical engineer in the background, if you like. Um, he was the he was the one who put together the, the intro with the music. Um, Did an amazing job, Baz. Yeah, and and helped on a little bit of editing and getting the audio right. So yeah, big big thank you to to you, Baz. Um, so we thought we'd just do a bit of a wrap up episode, let's say, um, and almost give give kind of the key takeaways um, from each of the episodes. Um, so perhaps just to tee it up. Um, for us, Dan, I guess in a nutshell, we we obviously learned that customer data quality quality is is complex. Um, I think it's fair to say, if you have listened to all the episodes, that we are really both very strong believers that it's got huge opportunities. Um, ultimately, across getting better customer outcomes, positive commercial impacts, even de-risking on many compliance aspects. But also, I think, um, you know, making it simpler for teams, executing campaigns as, as one example. Um, on the flip side, of course, there are uh, big challenges uh, that come along too. Um, and we've discussed this at length, obviously, with, with our guests around just that alignment across teams. Um, and I think it is probably fair to say that there is, there's no sort of true owner, let's say, of, of yeah, data quality or, or database management. Um, and I think, again, we've learned there's different maturities across teams. There are parts of the business that, you know, probably are, are fairly mature, but equally there's many that are maybe just, just unaware um, of how it can affect 
Um, and so, yeah, maybe let's 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 dive into our series of episodes. If we go back to episode one, um, we helped see our, our, our pilot, let's say. Yeah. Um, well, we could also say we had audio problems in our very first episode yes. um, <laughs> with with Luke and El. But the audio uh, problems continued. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, we should say as well, actually, we've 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 managed to uh, land in WeWork level six, where there's actually a podcast studio. Yeah. So. Um, fingers crossed. Feels very professional. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so episode one, we decided to start with, I guess, why should the marketeer care about data quality? Um, so yeah, I'm probably going to fire off questions to you, Dan, and get your your little nuggets and of, of of each one. But yeah, what what was your what was your view of that first episode? Yeah, firstly, big big thank you to to Luke Knapp and Nell Brooks um, for for sitting in on that one and giving us a bit of a deep dive into how marketers approach a lot of these things. And I think um, you and myself, Simon, we've been around this for a long time here, campaign execution. It's yeah. what we've what we started off doing, I guess, at Woolworths Group. And I think um, it was it was a bit challenging back then, and it's still sort of you know we've we've come a long way. But it's a very multifaceted machine. There's yeah. so many different parts of it. Um, but the main thing is getting a campaign sort of out the door. There's a lot just to do to get that done, and yep. you've got you know kind of aggressive timelines and things like that. So. We've kind of got a little bit comfortable, maybe a little bit complacent. We're just living with what happens with those executions. We're just saying, well, we go through, we form this criteria, we go after this, you know, particular customer segment or audience. Yep. Um, but then we don't necessarily question the other side of that. Like, did we get everyone we were going for? Was there a, you know, a gap within this data? So, we have got a little bit comfortable with not challenging a lot of those aspects from from that perspective. Yep. Um, and it's definitely like. You know, who do we ask about this? Who is the right person to talk to? So yeah, I think that that was a reoccurring theme, but definitely in the marketing sense, there were um, there was a lot of like conversation around. Yeah, there's no true owner, but we just kind of go through and we kind of live with our criteria. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, not to go into the weeds now, but you know, the, we have the data brief for the audience, and there's a bunch of exclusion rules. And mm. again, you know, I think we we, we want to encourage. As you say, challenge the status quo. Let's yeah. let's think about can we do things differently or smarter. Um, so yeah, yeah. No, I think that was a, that was a good. I I enjoyed that one because um, we sort of went down memory lane a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> into episode two, then we uh, we sort of switched topics a little bit, but we went into the world of um, let's say compliance, which which always has a bit of negative connotations. Um, but I I do think it it really is a genuinely important topic to to think about and understand those guardrails and yeah. ultimately again it brings opportunities. But um, so we had Joe um, from the Privacy and Customer Trust area and Bianca Gomez as uh, one of our senior lawyers. Um, yeah, what did you make of that one? Well, I think it's a obviously a topic that's been growing or gaining momentum around Privacy Act reform, mm. around customer transparency customer deletion all just the use things. the use and how we use that they have so how yeah. we use it it's a reoccurring topic at Woolworths. like we, we talk about that i've been talking about this for, for a long time but it's definitely gaining momentum and i think the major takeaway there was that there is a big change coming like yep. it, it, like we don't exactly know what that change will be today we can make a lot of assumptions about it um but really what i took away from that is we should be doing as much as we can now to anticipate that change yeah and, agree. And thinking about you know, just because there might be something come out where we we have to be compliant with this, um, doesn't shouldn't stop us from trying to improve today in, in like waiting for that to happen. So there's a huge amount of things we can do there, but there is a big change sort of coming in that space. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do have a large asset when it comes to customer data. Um, 
And when on the other side of this, no matter what the outcome is, our responsibility is definitely going to grow. And, and we know that today. Yeah. Um, so, you know, things on the side of accuracy of data quality, um, it'll need an uplift. It'll, it'll be a way that we can better serve our customers by having better quality. That's okay. It's going to be a mandatory thing. Absolutely. Some of those choices we'll have to give customers around, yeah, delete my data, de-identify, et cetera. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think the takeaway there is, is yeah, there, there is obviously big, big sort of Privacy Act reforms coming. So um, um, there's plenty, plenty out there to go, to, to read about as as a business, yeah, general. But yeah. um, you know, there is definitely going to be change that we need to be. But I, I, I also strongly believe, you know, every, every company is going to have to grapple with this, obviously. So yeah. uh, to your point around, we have, you know, tremendous data sets and we do a lot of great things. So yeah. arguably it could be a strategic advantage, actually. If we, if, we, if we do this right, then, you know, other companies may, yeah. I guess they may take a few years to grapple with it, but they might be a bit, a little bit later than us. Yeah, um, definitely. Episode three then. So we jumped into the world a little bit of, data science and um probably we started our ai ai chatter which became a bit of a running theme so this was probably in march i think march of this year when yeah. i think as we know probably around january february the yeah, chat gpt became yeah. became a, a big big thing thing um so we had um iman and, and baz to jump into those topics <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of this was like sort of talking to Iman about it and like you know everywhere the buzz is around chat gpt and, and Iman's just kind of like yeah, it's like you know, it's it's pretty simple. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, also the weird. I mean, we've we've been doing, we've been doing yeah. you know AI yeah. and machine learning in yeah. well, particularly machine learning, let's say in 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 our models, right? Yeah. For years, it's almost it's like the public awakening towards what what a generative AI can do. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, sort of, a mind was like, yeah, this is like not super new technology. Like, it's been around for quite a while. But yeah. I think the the main thing that I took out of that one, um, with the Martin Bass was. Around sort of AI not having to be an evil or a force for evil, um, you know, like it's it's something like we 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 talked a bit about training sets, and I think this is the thing about sort of ChatGPT is the training set for ChatGPT is like the entire internet. Yep. They, they've done that to remove as much bias as possible, in a way. Um, but like when it comes to our use of it, um, we are able to shape our own environment, our own training set to make the most out of it. And so it doesn't have to be this gigantic thing that's going to do all this crazy stuff we can actually point it in the right direction yeah um so you can think about Woolworths you know kind of data set it's a large data set um we can use that in a way to our advantage and, and get the most out of ai so and on the other side of it we also we all have this responsibility to use it ethically so when we're thinking about data science models and, and building this and, and all the all the different things that come with that um Thinking about how it's explainable, thinking about like, you know, how we can be transparent about Absolutely. these are for. Yeah. These are things that we should really take away every time we think about a model. And like, I've, I've started doing this recently, um, just saying like, well, we've built a model, we've got an intent behind it, but how would you explain it to a customer? Exactly. So yeah. there's a lot of things like that. The training set was obviously paramount, but also just being, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not inherently evil. It's, it's much- no, definitely, definitely. Yeah. No, I, I love, I love, love the way you say that. Um, again, it all comes back to, it's just better customer outcomes in my mind, you know, you almost put yourself in the customer's shoes. Yeah. And if it, if it's explainable and it's ultimately giving greater, whatever, you know, targeting or convenience to the customer, then, um, you know, it's probably a good thing to do. Um, we could go on forever there, but yeah, let's jump on to episode uh, four. Um, so this was a little bit, I guess I, I was keen on this. It was almost a back to basics episode on yeah. 
on sort of the world of loyalty, CRM, database management, whatever you call it. But um, it is obviously just a fundamental part of of obviously any any Lords program. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had Caroline and and Kate. Um, and I guess, yeah, we delved, we probably also delved into, let's say, customer identity um, and, again, just the accuracy of matching. Um, yeah. yeah, what did you make of that one? Yeah, it's like a, a bit of a, a passion project on the side of yeah, for me. Yeah, <laughs> close to your heart. Close to my heart, identity resolution for sure. Um, it's a tricky thing to get really correct because um, a lot of times, like, you know, data quality, when you're trying to do identity resolution, you're trying to, you know, match customers potentially from different you know, kind of different accounts or different interactions. The whole point of it is to try and get like, you know, a better level of intelligence to better serve the customer. Like yeah. find the most relevant way of doing that. <clears throat> Data quality in that sense is usually at the customer's first. Like they will fill out their first name. They will fill out their last name, their email addresses. Yeah. They won't necessarily think, oh, well, this group is trying to, you know, match these accounts with these accounts to have Definitely a fairly experience. Yeah. You know, there's a little bit of a tricky part of it where we have to look at things like probabilistic matching, you know, saying like, how likely is this customer to be this other customer? You know, there's very, very tricky parts about that, but it's all underpinning that is how accurate is our data? How filled in is our data? Mm. A gap on this, you know, particular attribute will have a big impact to how we can actually match and serve the customer. Um, The outcomes to that rolls down into how we look at our our basic CRM management, the way that we go to market and the way we execute. I agree. I agree. I really think there are some just real simple wins there. I mean, real simple wins of, you know, if we just had an accurate date of birth for 50,000 and more customers, just that translates to, you know, more more reach and more revenue, et cetera. Yeah, so sub signals or attributes are lots, stronger than others. For example, there's ones that <clears throat> have a good relationship with each other. Yeah. It's really tricky, but you know, missing one of those or having a sizable gap means you're going to miss out on part of that market. Yeah. 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 And then into episode five. So we went do- more down, I guess the, I guess the commercial endeavors, um, and how data quality can impact that. So we had Neil and Barry join us there and I suppose into the world again of uh, first party data just just obviously the advantage we have but um oh uh, yeah again I, I enjoyed this one yeah 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 it was a lot of fun and I think the major thing we, we were talking about here is like what is an advantage on the side of commercial endeavors and obviously we know our first party data asset it's a large yeah, advantage that a, we already have yeah. in the market but squeezing maybe not the right, the right term but you know, another 2%, another 3% out of when we talk about going to market for like a, a digital media audience or an audience for for whatever campaign, it'll be a positive impact every single time. It's always like being able to get relevance and reach out of the same audience can be underpinned by data quality because we want to be as relevant as possible. But then, you know, missing data here will limit outreach. It'll, it'll be a smaller audience because we don't know this about that. So yeah. every single time we look at one of those things, we'll see a positive impact because we're actually not changing our criteria. We're saying these are the same customers. This should be as relevant or hopefully as relevant to every customer within this subset of group. If we can grow that 2%, then that's an extra 2% of people getting the same relevant message. 100%. And we certainly might just not know that because of data quality. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I seem to remember we sort of delved into... Um Kind of the everyday strategy, I think, mm. a little bit, and obviously, obviously, digital media with Neil. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then episode six, we thought we'd take a bit of a turn and and uh, try and take a team first yeah. um, lens, let's say. And so we brought um, Karen and Leandra from uh, uh, more the campaign delivery world, mm. and yeah, we went into the world of campaign execution, didn't we? Yeah. Um, 
again another episode. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was sort of like um, going back to our episode one with, with L. A little bit, Luke, yeah. In a way, we were seeing like both sides of it. We've got one side of it where the marketing teams are progressing a, a marketing strategy, going out to, you know, whatever proposition we are driving, like there's a yep. million of them, right? Yeah. Um, but on the other side of that, we, ha- we have sort of the, the delivery teams putting that together and putting it into market and, and going through that. There's a huge amount of process on the other side of it. Yep. So when we were talking to, to like Ellen and Luke, it was more about like, oh, this is what we, we just go through this, this rhythm. I guess they're, also, they're on the marketing side. Yeah. And then the, yeah. Yeah. And then like, you know, from, from Kaz and Leandra, it was like, well, this, this is a very like difficult process here that we have to make sure to execute master victims out here. Yeah. And so this, this like, you know, data quality missing from that process or how they look at, you know, kind of whether it be the data brief or however we go through, through the market. Um, all these little impacts will have a, a different way of getting the campaign out or it might be a delay here or there. And then we kind of, you know, miss the mark on a few things as well. So it was really unpacking that we have this like, you know, kind of large execution way of, of getting things out into market yeah. and optimizing that process. Part of that will be data quality as well. Agree. Yeah, agree. And uh, and obviously, I mean, there's been tremendous focus, I think, on mm-hmm. continuous improvement and that obviously the process has evolved a lot over the years, but... um Again, we just think, you know, there's kind of a, there's a way to fuel, fuel that process with, yeah. with an uplift of data quality. Yeah. And that, that was the, the major thing as well as just around sort of, I remember Leandra was talking a lot about education for teams and yeah. saying like, well, sometimes this is like unpacking a process and getting everyone across that process can actually uplift that, you know. Optimize it in some way. Yeah. The attention, no, we've got to pay attention to these things. Yeah. Um, you know, not just going through the motion, like, you know, there is an opportunity to challenge parts of this. So. You know, um, yeah, like that was really like a good thing to hear that we've got that focus on the team as well, because there's like impacts to how the delivery team operate. I'm just as much as yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at least so she. I think she did a great level of prep, actually, didn't she? She almost <laughs> she asked her team, you know, give us some of the insights and like so even yeah. some of the pain points, like what 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 opportunities are there to solve. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then our final proper episode, let's say episode seven, and yeah. um, again, this one was. Uh, a, a real interest for you, I know, and um, we brought Tim and Owen in, but into the world of online and offline analytics, and um, yeah, you, 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 you were definitely the host of that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I had I had a um, a list of questions. And, yeah, uh, we ran out of time. I think it we? turned it, it turned into more of like an interview <laughs> than a podcast. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, but anyway, like it was there was a lot that I wanted to get through because I think it is a it's a um, a message that I want to you know kind of amplify a bit here because. Yeah. It is, it is something that we miss quite a lot. And when we talk about the world of online analytics, you know, missing an event or a signal for a customer interaction can actually be a big deal, mm. you know, and like sometimes we'll do, you know, like a, a, like an execution based on a customer interacting with us. Like they, as an example, they might use the, the cart or whatever it is. When we miss one of those events in analytics, we don't learn from that. Yeah. So, you know, like it's a, it's a big thing to think about, like when you're going through and building something. Think about how it's going to be measured, how you're going to do attribution for it and how it's going to plug into the wider environment. Um, so that was like on the online side, we, we, we run into that problem quite a lot. Um, but on the offline side of it as well, um, it's, a, it's, a, you know, it's another thing that contributes to how we can personalize for customers. So I don't know, it, it, they all, it all kind of fell into the same bucket of saying like, well, you know, we have to be able to see things in order to optimize them. Um, so where we miss something, it can be a big deal. And so a focus on that in terms of data quality is, is just as important, um, you know, next to when we're talking about customer level attributes and, and things yeah, like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, how is the customer interacting with us? What do we know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think Tim and Owen were um, 
we're pretty keen. You know, if, if you if you're interested in that, um, you know, please reach out to them. There, I think they're keen to. Again, it's education, isn't it, in many ways, and just having that, um, you know, that understanding and curiosity. So, um, all right. So obviously that brings us to this mini mini wrap up episode. Um, so should we share? We're sort of flirting with the idea with the season two. Um, we haven't got any any details yet, other than we might we might we'll probably break for a couple of months, let's say, yeah. and then we'll um, yeah we'll revisit. Yeah, I feel like we can talk about data quality all day. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know we we might have to sort of expand the topics. A I think so. For, for we could the next season. Yeah, we give ourselves the freedom to maybe go into some other directions. Yeah, um, and for for any of our listeners out there with any suggestions, please give us feedback. We'd yep. love to hear. Absolutely. You know, like whether we can continue to unpack this as a topic and just expand the audience and things like that, um, or if there's another topic that we think that we should be talking about. Um, you know, yeah, definitely keen to hear it. So yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Well, a big thank you uh, again to everyone that took the time to listen, and um, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you in a few months, hopefully. <laughs> and thank you, Dan, as well for. Uh, entertaining and and uh you know being a uh, being my co-host hey thank you uh you know the the audience might not know but simon did a lot of the prep for this podcast uh, but anyway just um just before we wrap up i've just got one more question for you simon oh yeah go on then <laughs> so we we started off every um episode asking our a series of quick fire questions to all of our guests and thank you again to our guests um but we kind of missed one question for simon so simon what is your favorite podcast well yes funny you asked that um <laughs> Yeah, I, I got into podcasts a lot in probably the six months before we did this, but um, there's the Making Sense podcast cool. with, with Sam Harris. Um, that's probably more more sort of leisure side of things and just yeah, enjoy, enjoy listening to him talking. Um, I also, um, there's one called the All In podcast, which is slightly more work-related, but um, it's quite US-centric. It's four venture capitalists. They're sort of Silicon Valley guys, but they're like ex-Google, ex-Facebook Um but they have they're fascinating. They're all best mates. Have fascinating conversations around just technology, the economy. Um, they they go into sort of the world of privacy, and I mean they're they're all entrepreneurs ultimately that have, that have done well. So um, yeah, I, I enjoy that one. Yeah, you can get that's that's on on YouTube. I'll definitely add that one. To it's got like fifty. It's like got a huge following now. Um, the All In. It's like oh, fifty million or something silly for the listeners. <laughs> but yeah, check it out. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you once again, everyone. And um, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see you for season two. Yeah, thanks, everyone. If you'd like to get in touch with myself or Dan, we'd love you to do so via the usual work channels. All and any feedback or questions are welcome to help us improve any future episodes. <laughs>